Sultans of Slam, presented by TurnBaseAttack.com. I am Lee. You know me. Uh, you may not know, however, Andrew. Hi. <laughs> for, very, very, very excellent. Quick and, very quick and curt. Uh, here we are in a metal box, a metal and cement box that is freezing, uh, and in a, in a warehouse. The, probably the worst place to record a podcast, but we're going we're gonna to take a shot at it. And you unplug the heater. Well, it's going to make noise. That's true. And then this, this microphone we're using, it's a, a portable microphone setup, so... Uh, Hopefully it works out, but we're here to talk about wrestling, everything from tables, ladders, and chairs to, uh, I guess, the most recent Raw, which would have been the 21st of December. Of course, we can't go through each one of those shows, uh, but TLC kind of serves as a uh, a starting point for wrestling today, uh, of course. Yeah. Well, if you're looking to catch up, a pay-per-view is always a good place to start. I mean, yes. they, they recap everything, and then you just go forward from there, really. So was it Survivor Series where the tournament for the vacant title uh, happened? Was that, like, the end of it? it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it culminated there. There were two... Roman Reigns beat Dean Ambrose. Sheamus cashed in the money in the bank and took the title. Not yeah. not before, of course, uh, Roman Reigns... Did he spear Triple H? What... At, uh, well, at TLC, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, well, TLC, he he flat out attacked him. But when Whoa. he won the tournament, there was a handshake moment, and he turned it down. And Sheamus yeah, had then to come he out. speared him. Yeah, I, I, sorry, yeah. He, he's been attacking Triple H and the McMahon so much. I've, I've yeah. lost. I've so that's lost basically total, the status you know. quo uh, of the of the universe right now, as it were. So I guess to set up the podcast, uh, we did record one other episode, which was around SummerSlam. That's kind of been lost to the annals of time. Uh, half the podcast has has gone missing. The other half is some pretty cool stuff, talking about The Undertaker and whatnot. Maybe we'll eventually post that as a lost episode. But the point of this podcast, The Sultans of Slam, will most likely be for Andrew to finally have a place to spew uh, what, he, what he thinks about the current wrestling product. And it'll mostly be about the WWE. Of course, we'll talk about NXT and stuff as well. And when TNA and Ring of Honor and shows like that kind of, you know... I, I watch New Japan, personally. Like, I watch really? those pay-per-views when they come up. Yeah, I, I don't... Oh, I, never, I guess I when the G1 or whatever is happening, I don't really follow it when it's like a bunch of matches in a tournament. Yeah. I will watch the pay-per-views, though. Um, they're, it's just for something different. Well, it's, it's always good to have a taste of something else. I mean, yeah. with what we watch with WWE and the way it is right now, it's very it's, watered down. It's good down to see and, what's on the other side. Yeah. Wall, you you, so you, you kind of want to look over the fence every once in a while, but yeah. you, you're just kind of scared to take the full jump. Well, I'm, NXT is perfectly that. NXT, if you don't know, is the developmental league, so to speak, of, uh, of WWE. It is run by Triple H. As a smaller show, it airs on Wednesday nights. They do pay-per-views, and they're, they're traveling more now. Uh but the, the cool thing about NXT, of course, is that they don't have a lot of time for development of, of promos. So what's there has to be kind of on point. And then the wrestling speaks for itself. And a lot of the time, a lot of these wrestlers that are coming up in NXT will have these characters or gimmicks that, you know, are understated. There, there's not much going on there. A Tyler Breeze, so to speak. Yeah. But it works in the context of that show. When they then take that exact character and move him into the, the main roster, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't translate. Someone like Kevin Owens, of course, is, is kind of a... Uh, Oh, he's he's taken off incredibly. I mean, yeah. what, what he's what? not the breakout star of the year. No, which made absolutely <laughs> zero sense. Neville's but. also good though. Like Neville, Kevin Owens, these are guys that definitely uh, had big followings in NXT, big fan bases in NXT, and uh, have now you know 
Or some that don't get enough recognition from coming from NXT. For sure. Sasha it's kind Banks. of like <laughs> Sa- <laughs> yeah. Sasha Banks lost in the ambles of time. I mean, there's uh, Lucha Dragons as well. Sure. Yeah. Just mis- I think more so recently they're getting They're good. moving up. I mean, yeah. they, they actually gave, uh, was it Kalisto some mic time last night, which yeah. was weird actually putting a voice to the to you know him physically now. Really he's weird. Just, he just wants to fly higher, Andrew. <laughs> so, you know what? Before we get too off track here, let's, let's do this in order. Let's do TLC, which I thought was a, a you know... The bar was set really low, and that was a fantastic pay-per-view. Well, for where the bar was, I was I was pleasantly surprised how it opened, especially. Yeah. Was, I, I think there was a bit of a lull early thereafter a little bit, but from there on, it it, it carried well. It led very excitingly yeah. uh, with the, uh, was it a triple threat tag match? Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was the yeah. uh, New Day versus the Lucha Dragons versus the Usos in yeah. a tag title lighter, ladder match, sorry. Huge, uh, huge spot off the top of the ladder, of course, with one of the Usos. I can't remember which one. I mean, uh, <laughs> and the, the, one of the one of the bright spots was that Xavier Woods was on commentary, yeah. and that he left to stand in front of the camera while one of the Usos was pinned under a ladder, yeah. like sitting in, <laughs> in the corner. And then he's just there with the trombone, just yep. the entire time. When uh, it looked like uh, all was lost, he exclaimed, "Wait a second! Guess what? This is a no DQ match!" And threw his trombone. Uh, he 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 breaks that that wall. Yes, and he, they, I, you know what? There, there was a moment on Raw a while back, and I think it was in Nashville when Kofi said uh, they were talking about country music and they were putting country music down. Yeah. and Kofi actually said, "This is me saying this, not my character." And I think saying something like that is going too far, admittedly, but it 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 served the joke. Yeah. So it's kind of like how much you're looking to willing to overlook, where it's just like, is the new day for us? Uh, the people who are very aware there's a thin curtain. But then, because you look at like the Slammies, going back to the Slammies, of course, jumping ahead, the Usos win. Tag Team of the Year. Three years running. New Day was arguably one of the only reasons to consistently watch Raw for a lot of the year. Uh, the yeah. John Cena Open Challenge was, I would say, a, another reason. Yeah, definitely. But, but the Usos were gone for most of the year. And they're really in the, in the sea of tag teams that currently exist. They might be the last two guys I want to see out there. So it kind of harkens back to... It, New Day, I think, is more for us, the, the not in the no fans, but the people who know, like, you know, it's a show, and the kids are going to obviously gravitate to the Usos, they're brothers, and they wear colorful pants, and, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're trying to play to a whole bunch of different audiences, and I mean, for us, yeah. like, like you said, the New Day, they bring this realistic, like, we're tying ourselves into our character directly, yeah. and there's no secrets, we are, we, this is what Goofy, we are, yeah. and let's just go forward with it. I mean, Xavier Woods is that character, he is that guy, yeah. he has a YouTube channel, posting tons of gaming stuff, I mean, he faced off with, after Rollins had his injury, he, they played Madden, they had scheduled a Madden <laughs> play date, yeah. and, they, and they, I think, I believe, I think well, it was Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, he tears his ACL, MCL, and now he's doing Madden. <laughs> he's just playing Madden. Well, Miz has got their copy of WWE uh, that he was playing in front of everybody. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, so, uh, you know, major things to take out of TLC. Dean Ambrose won the uh, Intercontinental Championship at TLC, I believe that was, right? Uh, yeah, with uh, yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, that, that was... That Whatever. Was a, that, was a, that was a good match. I mean, it, it Perfectly fine. Yeah. Owens... The thing I love about Owens, and it cannot be said enough, is people harp on him so much for being, oh, you know, his, his in-ring personality, the way he cuts his promos. It's just so weak. It, it, it's not weak. It's different. Yeah. And but it's it, consistent because he, he's very. one of the few wrestlers that will talk in the ring during a match. And it's, it's not, you know, it, it's weird uh, to have two people that are supposed to have heat on one another. Del Rio and Cena. Like, the fact that Del Rio would just come out and Cena's like, okay, let's go. And like, there's no promo. There's no nothing, you know. 
Yeah. It, it seems weird that, yeah, if Kevin Owens really hates Dean Ambrose, why wouldn't he just be, like, making fun of him or, or Ziggler, whoever it is, during the whole... Sasha, Sasha Banks does it, too. Yeah. Uh, just talking crap during the match and kind of, you know... It's weird otherwise if it's five minutes of talking and ten minutes of wrestling. You're getting... And they feel disjointed. If you... If, yeah, if, you, if, if he's not talking... Like, one thing I've realized when he, when, he, when he came forward and started doing it, I started watching NXT as well, he'd talk. It breaks that cookie-cutter format of all the matches. Yeah. It's completely different. It, it 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 pulls you in every time. If they were just doing moves in there and it was the same thing, I mean, I, I love, I still love the woos with the knife edge chops against across yeah. the chest. It's fantastic. It's entertaining. But the problem is that they're still not they're not going over the top. It's it's you're you're getting an ice cream sundae, but you're not getting you know any any whipped cream or cherry on top. Yeah. There's just that they could go further, but they're not going far enough. I don't think Kevin Owens has ever turned down whip icing or uh, <laughs> cherry on top. Never. Yeah. But who can? Um, <laughs> but like the, the great parts about that match, I mean, he, he hits a rolling sent on slam, which he could not believe he kicked out again. Once again, working working the crowd, yelling yep. something, just what, what, over and over and over again. Well, Dean Ambrose is super over for whatever reason, but, uh, and like the crowd. Oh. I think it goes back to the New Day Usos thing. It's just like we're always going to be on the side of Kevin Owens because we want to see him succeed and be yeah. and perpetuate. And Dean, nothing against Dean Ambrose, but he is the Usos of this scenario. Where he is the crowd favorite. Un- he, un- unfortunately, yeah. he seems he seems to be working harder. He's unhinged. He's he, crazy. He works harder, and he's called he's, he's crazy, but he's like PG crazy. Yeah, he's just cre- he's goofy. He's not crazy. Yeah, and the stuff Which is, is fine. And, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> fine, but he seems to never get put over the top. Reigns gets pushed over him when Ambrose seems to be working harder. Yeah, okay, the Intercontinental Title is the workhorse. Well, Dean Ambrose takes his shirt off now, or at least lets it get ripped. Like it's in it's, every it's, match. it's yeah. torn off now. He must have like done some like stomach zapper thing or something like where he, he got a nice enough pack of abs where it's just like hey rip my shirt a little bit it's oh like, yeah what? McMahon's yeah. like and yeah yeah you've got a good enough chest now it now can come off it must be weird the, the, the end of that <laughs> match I really enjoyed it because he reverses a powerbomb into a hurricanrana and then wins via wins via pinfall but the problem is what I've been noticing is whenever someone is doing a hurricanrana that is the dirtiest version of it if you looked 10 years ago and I understand it's it's going back to you know a golden age for you know our time, but yep. go back to the Attitude Era, and you hear them talk, and you hear them do like Hurricanes, like there was a wrestler uh, called S. A. Rios, even Lita, Lita could pull Hurricanes no problem. It was so well done. You're Dean, just sloppy. Oh, Dean Ambrose, <laughs> he goes he goes down, and when he's doing it, the person who's receiving it doesn't flip properly. It just, they they look like they're just you know rolling out of bed. Well, essentially, it, what it is is you do a front flip, and then the other guy does a front flip. But yeah. hopefully your your feet are on either side of his head when he begins it. Otherwise, it just looks like he flips himself. In, in this tango... What, a lot what, of times that, yeah. One, one person is doing the tango properly yeah. and the other one... Well, Kalisto just... does it pretty regularly. Yes, yes he does. And, and it... he's so little that it's hard to imagine his momentum can carry someone through, especially when it's a bigger wrestler. Even one of the Usos or, or whoever he's... Even like Big E or like... I'm yeah. pretty sure he's done it on him. And it looks it looks silly. It looks... Anyways, what other matches happened on TLC other than the the obvious one? There was some. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back and just say, yeah, go, go through in um, order. You might as well. New Day, New Day ended up winning. Um, yep. Though, sure, a biggest spot <laughs> of that of that match. Yeah, and I Kalisto he won all points with me. Wasn't it the oh Top my god, it was EDQ the moment of the year or whatever? I, I it was it was one of the awards <laughs> which totally deserved. I mean, yeah. Kalisto, I thought he was dead. I, I thought like, he was too. Well, I because mean, those ladders are like wood. So whenever they crack in the middle, there's always red wood yeah. exposed, and it just looks like someone hit an elbow or a neck or something on it, which, I don't know. I, well, I like it, that. it was just crazy because the ladder was in the middle of the ring, and then they pinned a ladder on the, on the second rope yeah. horizontally, 
And then from the top, Kalisto, uh, what was it called? Like, a Selena Del Sol. Yeah. And he flips him. And uh, one of the Usos. I think it was one of the Usos. Lands Jay Jimmy, or the other one. Who the, <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, is it uh, Jimmy, Jimmy or Joe? Tattoo gone? on left side of face, tattoo on right side of face. <laughs> but he gets flipped. It's not just us. The announcers do it all the time, too. So He breaks the ladder, and the height he gets in that ring, I mean... Yeah. I, I'm all I'm all into the Lucha Dragons now. I mean, there's yep. there's there's little to no promo work. They are they're they're luchadors. That's what it is. Just Lucha Libre wrestling. But I can live with that if they can entertain me in the ring, and and go that high and over the top with this. I'm in. I'm in. Well, that's just it. If they're 100. If, if their gimmick is they're always pushing the envelope on matches like that, you want to see them get into pay per view scenarios like that. You want to see them in Rumble or something like that. Yeah, do something crazy. So. And yeah. I, I'm going to say another another point going back to Xavier Woods. He he dropped a promo for WWE 2K16 about why weren't why weren't the New Day uh, why wasn't Kofi and Biggie in the ring? And Xavier drops. Well, come on! If you play WWE 2K16, you know that they need to regain their stamina. I'm just <laughs> oh, yeah, like I forgot I was that. I I had to pause it, <laughs> pause it, go back 30 seconds, replay it, and it just blew my mind. I remember mind. laughing at that in real time when he's just it's just like, well, why aren't they in the ring? Why are they just like lazing around? He's just like, listen, if you played the video game, you know. They're buying their time. They're coming back. That's he, good stuff. He toss them some extra dollars. I mean, yeah. seriously, that that was that was great. But put them on commentary permanently. <laughs> in, in, the, in, in, in the end, Kalisto has to has to kind of job out. Goes for the belts. Woods leaves commentary. And one of the greatest parts again about this match, he's like again. He says, "Well, one thing you need to remember: this is a no DQ." Grabs his trombone, jumps to the ring apron, yeah. and catapults, like slings <laughs> his trombone at Kalisto's back. Kalisto yeah. just drops New Day, goes up and. I, I have nothing wrong with them making it appear, and they do it a lot, obviously, because of 50-50 booking that they've yeah. been doing, but having the face be like, oh, the face would have won, but the, the heel did the heel thing, and that's what, how it's going to be. Uh, yeah, the guy who should have, who deserved to win the match almost did, is yeah. basically, I think, what you, you come away from it with, and, uh, and hopefully they, uh, yeah. They, anyway. they, they need to keep the Lucha Dragons relevant, and I hope they do. Yeah, they're good. They, they're getting lots of TV time, so that's, that's all they need, really. Yeah. The, their work will speak for itself, right? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so... Following that was Ryback and Rusev. That was just a really bad... The, the story is terrible. I, I love mean, Rusev. It's lo- my I, biggest problem with all of this. I know. And he keeps getting the worst crap to Like, do. Lana, like, the match is based on Ryback supposedly hurting Lana. Yeah. And then he has another match. He's like, I could always have another match. The, the whole thing... The whole point of that feud was Lana was... Lana? Lana was, <laughs> was super over. And, like, she could do no wrong. And she, other than, like, kind of being a mouthpiece for Rusev, never really took part in the matches in that way. Yeah. Now you're seeing that she's she's doing the kill deer or whatever, where she's pretend, fake, you know, feigning that she's injured and yeah. stuff like that. It's it's making the crowd hate her more. And, I guess, the idea is to more solidify her as a heel. And yeah. well, they got to they gotta do more work. Because right now, I'm, I'm still confused on what they really are. I mean... <laughs> On that note, I'm really confused on what Ryback is. Yeah, I mean, he's fallen so far from grace. He was he had the intercontinental well, title. Thinks he's the next uh, heavyweight champion. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he could think what he wants. There's a, there's a long way to go from there. Um, not much, not much to that match. I mean, the, the match can be summed up as Lana, a lot of fans being hurt by Ryback again. Did, and you, say, Ru- did you say Lana or Lana? Uh, maybe, maybe I did. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> She's back, uh, but she she feigned being injured. And once again, Rusev defeats him. I mean, we just got regurgitated matches from... That was the third time. Yeah. And, and Ryback fell for it all three times. All three times. And now, the thing is... Stupid! That, that rivalry is pretty much over. Yeah, it's well, it has to be, because no one wants to see but it. Yeah, no, no one wants to see it. So, of course, when you thought that, you know, okay, they, they've, they've opened with the... They've, well, they've run with the 
garbage match earlier on. Yeah. Of course, now we get <laughs> now we get Swagger match. and Del Rio for the U.S. title. Sure. Del Rio is incredibly underrated right now. Yeah. And this is a this is because <laughs> he's a fighting Swagger. This, the, the booking on this is terrible. I mean, I, I understand how he came in with Zeb Coulter, but that was just ditched so quickly at this point. I, I thought they'd be more like, isn't Jack Swagger per capita the guy who injures the most wrestlers on a regular basis? I heard. Is he? He took out Stardust in, like, that 10 seconds before whatever happened there. Oh. I, I, I would have to go back and look at him. I think Swagger has been involved in the match with many mid-card injuries. And that's a former champion, too. Like, i got to yeah. wrap my head around that. But look, oh. he's a SmackDown champion. Let's just make, let's make yeah. that clear. I don't mind. Like, I don't mind what Swagger is on the roster. But, yeah, Del Rio needs... Needs he deserves better. He deserves he deserves far better, and I really hope whether well, Kevin Owens like goes after the U.S. title and just gives up on the ICs. Like who cares? It doesn't matter. Cena's coming back. Let's let's get him involved in that picture. Whatever it is. Yeah, well, they were the, well, yeah. we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. That, that 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 was updated to us. We uh, found recently. Cena. He was lost in the woods, abducted by aliens three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but this this can be summed up as a story the storyline. For this, like the previous one, was very broken, and it's a failed attempt at much like Mex America, which has now yep. been ditched in two weeks. Which never worked. Um, <laughs> but the match, the match, pretty much just leaves Swagger hanging upside down from the middle ropes of the turnbuckle. He pulls himself up at the top. Yep. And then now, which is Del Rio's staple, he stomps, he stomps him on. down. But in this case, it was a, it was a chair, it was a uh, chairs match. He when he falls when he goes down on Swagger and his oh, feet yeah. hit the chair. <laughs> yeah. he tweaks his ankle and that was, I don't think that was scripted at all. Like it was, he rolled it a little it's, bit. It's a messed up move to uh, to, to dismount basically because as soon as his legs hit the opponent's chest, he has, to, he has to straddle them and land next to their face and and do it so quickly. So it looked like I saw it. I was sitting right. Yeah. There. He did it in the corner. We were at a, a live event recently that we'll talk about in a moment here in Winnipeg. Uh, and I, I was in that corner, and I saw him do it, and I see that it's like, as soon as he just grazes their chest, he has to straddle them, but there was like a pile of chairs there. Yeah. Uh, so, he seems fine. He seems fine, yeah. but after, you see, he ended up pinning and winning the match there. But Obviously. The, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to put it on Swagger. Yeah. But what ended up happening was, he couldn't even climb the turnbuckle. Like, yeah. the, he had the belt, and he wanted, he wanted to climb it and hold it up, and he couldn't. Yeah. And the ref comes over, and it kind of, I think, I, if I remember correctly, it cut to a, com- uh, not commercial, an ad, a promo yeah. for WWE Network or something. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I really hope he's not hurt. Yeah. Because he's... Because everybody's hurt. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not a character that I'm overly interested in. Yeah. But his scenario and coming back from what happened to him on a personal note previously yeah. with the company... Punching really, someone backstage yeah, or whatever the hell it was. Or, yeah, or at the yeah. company headquarters. It was really interesting. And I'm like, um, I want to see how far they want to go with him because he looks different. He looks yeah. like he's he's treated his body differently. He's more invested now. He's bit like he's big, he, like he's a, a he's chiseled now, dude. Yeah, but I mean, they gotta hopefully going forward with what ended up coming after TLC with him. I yeah. really hope they push him forward and they use him right because I mean, he's with the, t- the talent or the lack of they have right now. They need something. Well, like they had the pop for him coming back, but then it seemed. Like they had not, like they were expecting Mex America to work. I don't know. I don't know because it seemed like they had no plans after they were just on the night booking for that. They, poor guy. they thought they could write his return and nothing, nothing uh, came yeah. of it. Because, because honestly, you know, he's not that big of a name. No, at this point, especially like with the younger crowd and stuff oh, like that. And, yeah. and he beat Cena too. So you're gonna have handily like yeah. Owens. Owens knocked him out numerous times. Well, knocked him yeah. out, and then. <laughs> And then nothing comes of it. Yeah. 
Like, and Cena can battle through that, but then all of a sudden Del Rio shows up at like, a pay-per-view. You, you knew he was going to On his way out the building, point. Cena couldn't have cut one pre-recorded promo to be like, he's injured or like he's got to, you know, go sit under a waterfall and like meditate or something. <laughs> I don't know what John Cena does. I would believe that. He's just like, I got to hop a plane, a charter plane, go to Niagara. Fox, Fox yeah. called, I need to do a TV show. <laughs> Which he said he'd never do and WWE was his life. Ugh. Yeah, wasn't that like a decade ago? That was yeah, against, <laughs> against, the, against the Rock. He said, "Unlike you, wrestling's my life." Yeah, and then now he's doing a reality show. On and now Fox. both of them aren't showing up to accept their slammies. Anyways, <sighs> TLC. <laughs> okay, so going forward, uh, we got the Dudleys, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer versus the Wyatt family. Sure, I wasn't sure what to think of this match because we we. we I like that got... it went the way it was. I like that one team seems stronger, and that they've continued that. Where it's just like. Team ECW or Extreme, or they were Team Extreme, right? Yeah. But then they just became Team ECW at some point. Yeah, that's really, uh, really weird. And the interesting thing with this match is this began the shocking turn for the Wyatts. They actually <laughs> won a match. Yeah. They won a match. That's huge. Well, usually they're, yeah. They're, they're jobbing the to someone else. Yeah. Somehow, even though they haven't reached that upper plateau, they're still in the mid-card and then being forced to job. Because they're so they're so over with the fans. I mean, yeah. with the, you know the flash, the, the cameras when they come in and stuff like that, and they have the flashlight on their phone. Yeah. Yet somehow they're just jobbing to everyone, and then now that they have this giant group, it's kind of like, well, we need literally the case. They, you know what the uh, the synergy between the four of them is really good now too. If they're in a tag match, you, Bray won't fight. Until the other guys are really beaten down, and then you'll see Harper tag him in or something for the finishing yeah. move, which is really cool for that character. It keeps them like you know, like this glass cannon that isn't there to to grind out the match per se. But when he comes in, you're like, oh, it's building to the finish kind of thing. Which, so. for the record, he can. Yeah, yeah and he can. Yeah, of course, yeah, he's completely. proven that. Uh, but this this is good for the other guys because you know Luke Harper, in his own right, is a fantastic wrestler that would deserve a singles run at some point. Uh, I don't know what you would repackage that guy as, if anything ever. Uh, and more like you should be repackaging Bo Dallas to be that fifth member of the Lost Son or something. Or, or I don't know. There's something to be done there. Bodellis is now Santa down, Claus. Down, down the road. Well, yeah. we yeah. Bulk Two Santa Clauses. Bulk can come, come back to, to reality uh, eventually. But uh, just, to, just to quickly run over what happened. Yep. Uh, Rowan eliminated <laughs> uh, via 3D. Rhino eliminated by a big brute from Harper. Uh, I believe it was... Uh, well, Devon broke the table that Eric was supposed to go yeah. through uh, with his though, girth. Though, though apparently it was, it was through touch. He was actually put through the table, so they let it go. Yeah. Well, the announcers had to make sure of that, because yeah. otherwise... Like, if you just lay on a table and it breaks under your weight, does it count? And they had to kind of say, like, no. <laughs> the the <laughs> like, really odd thing to this, though, is Devon eliminates Bray Wyatt early as the third person eliminated. Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Eric, what? Because it, it was Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan was the only Wyatt family member to be eliminated, I thought. Was it? Yeah. And then... Maybe... Hmm. Interesting. Then, subs, the, and then they went and I think... Oh, yeah, might have it was, been three, the, it was yeah. three on one. No, you're yeah. right. I wonder I wonder why I recorded that then. Maybe something must have happened that I... Maybe it was confusing. <laughs> Who knows? Well, there was... Maybe there was eight giant dudes in the <laughs> ring with tables and it was hard to... What I could say for sure, one of the yeah. highlights of this match was the kendo sticks everywhere. Yeah. When I like just when, uh, when Bubba just sticks. has it like on the on his long arm and he's just like whacking whomever in the head. There, the, the thing yeah. was, those things really hurt. I, there is there is absolutely oh, Darth, Darth Vader's joining. <laughs> there is absolutely no feigning this. I mean, we we, we what was it like a year ago? We saw uh, Roman Reigns' back when yeah. it was torn up with a numerous kendo stick shots. When the the, uh, the only thing deadlier, oh, Stephanie out. McMahon slaps. That's the only thing deadlier. <laughs> oh, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, so Kendo sticks everywhere. It's, it's absolutely classic. Luke Harper eliminates Tommy Dreamer, flying through the ropes and pushing Dreamer through a table. Sure. I <laughs> Poor Tommy love Dreamer. Luke Harper. <laughs> and finding out that he used to be a librarian. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, just just uh, puts him over with he how was, goofy uh, he is. Uh, where I was sitting would be, would be like broadcast front. So the heel team is is on that corner where I was sitting at the live event. I was like the third row, so I was right there. And he was constantly, when he was not tagged in, he was just heckling these two kids in the front row. They kept yelling he sucked. And he's just like, I hate little kids with Santa hats. Winnipeg sucks. Chris Jericho's never coming here or something like that. Just say, just spouting nonsense. That was that was the same thing I got yeah. from got from Kevin Owens, just to, just to go off for one quick second. Yeah. Owens gets yelled at by these two goons in the front yeah. going, you look terrible. <laughs> and then to which she turns to them mid-match and goes, that's not what your mom said. Yeah. And just that simple it's interaction. It's not on TV. You can do it. Well, unless you're Brad Maddox, then you can Well, yeah, it. then you can apparently do yeah. anything and then, you know, have to live with A the week later, Vince McMahon is swearing nonstop on Raw. But whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. But, uh, that so, son of a bitch. <laughs> so Dreamer's out. <laughs> Bubba Ray... Then at that point, just snaps, grabs a yeah. table, pours lighter fluid on it. Nothing, oh yeah, I forgot nothing about ever that. comes of the lighter fluid. Well, or but water. <laughs> he's triple teamed, and then Strowman just absolutely just like not doesn't fully spine buster him because he doesn't go down with him, but just picks him up and slams him forward down through the table, and that yeah. was the end of the match. You and know what? Like, oh. <laughs> that was that wasn't a, a, a tables match of you know of, of classic variety from the Attitude Area. Yeah. It was still good though. Well, it's, I, I still enjoy it's it. It's weird because I don't know what the where that goes. Because like, are they just going to have another match like that at Rumble? Because some of those eight guys, well, not Rhino anymore, uh, but should be in the Rumble. Uh, I would think like Bubba or someone should be on his own in the yeah. Rumble. Uh, have Bray Wyatt run well, in, we've et, seen, cetera, et cetera, We've seen when, when he was with TNA, he carried himself on his own. Yeah. And it worked really well. They had him as champion. I mean, yeah, like what do you have to work with in TNA Well, it's all right that now, anybody but... talks about is he had this it, like insane singles run as Bully Ray or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. he was really good. And he's another guy who, when he's in the ring, is talking to everybody else. And uh, he's probably calling the match, too, for the most part, uh, as the veteran in it. But, yeah, no, he's fun to watch, still. The so sad, the sad thing is, the minute he becomes, you know, a singles fighter, yeah. that Devon is completely irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess. Because we've seen, we've, we've, we've tried to see him carry himself uh, on his own. I mean, I remember Brother Devon. They are the Bebop and Rocksteady of the WWE. Uh, no, essentially, yes. That is, that is the best comparison I've heard yeah. yet. But at least, at least, you know... Rocksteady and Bebop in this case yeah. aren't just absolutely Tommy Dreamer and Rhino or Toka and Razar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Those are, those are, that was a perfect comparison. Unfortunately, Rhino is not the Rhino in this analogy, but I digress. Um, uh, but, yeah, so following, following that match, it was, it was uh, Owens and Ambrose. We went over that. It was a solid match. Uh, this isn't over. It's going to keep going. Yeah. Um, sure. It's, it's good stuff. I mean, it also comes down to, like, if Brock Lesnar's winning the Rumble which seems to be what people think is happening, uh, they would probably put, like, a series of jobbers out for him to just destroy. They wouldn't put out the more protected wrestlers, so to speak, yeah. to just be bodied by Brock Lesnar. Although they could, believably, because he is... Well, they, uh, they, who they, can they, beat him? They, they've built him up into, into yeah. a god. They've got to continue it somehow. they got to figure out new ways. It's, 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 they're going to get stale. It's going to get stale. He's going to come out as Undertaker. He got the powers from Undertaker in that Hell in a Cell match. That was terrible. That was absolutely it's terrible. It's going to be Brock Lesnar in a long coat and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman's going to have like pale makeup on and be carrying an urn. And he'll just be like, okay, <laughs> sir, this is, a new step. this is fine. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, so following that was Paige versus Charlotte with Ric Flair. I mean, Charlotte wants to shake hands, Paige slaps her, turns to gesture to Rick. This, of course, you have to mention that everyone is heels, except Becky Lynch. <laughs> and that, 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 that's something I was, I was going to say. Yeah. I am, 
The next thing was Paige and Charlotte are suffering from another in-betweener yeah. uh, persona here. You don't really know. And that's, that's what WWE suffering with so much right now. They seem like they can't face-turn Paige. Like, she was, like, friendly with them, so to speak. But her persona in the ring is always... This is her house. Uh, she is aggressive and not yeah. quite like a Dean Ambrose, but is a little more just healy in nature. Charlotte, as a heel, working with her father, who was a heel, uh, is really cool. And it would be neat if Paige... Or Sasha or someone was was opposite that. Unfortunately, now, and that's you, what I don't yeah. understand. You have you have the three or at least four of of the biggest divas you've had in the company for a very long time, as far as like workhorses are concerned. That exactly. you can really just put out there to yeah. And you've got Becky Lynch working back up to Charlotte on a secondary storyline where Paige is working hers, which yeah. you're not sure if she's a face or a heel, and she's and to me she's become very annoying from what she used to be. And and Brie. On her own is even more confusing, uh, and we'll talk about our house show, but oh. <laughs> of course the house shows, people always say this, like, why don't the house shows have anything to do with the story at large? And I'm, and I'm always confused by that, because they do. You have the title defenses, every title is defended at a live show, typically, and obviously you know that once a year, they will switch one of the titles at a house show. So always in the back of your mind, you're like... You know, they're trying to make it seem unpredictable. Maybe this Winnipeg house show, one of these titles will flip. Like, Kevin Owens could have won it and lost it again on Raw or something like that. Like, yeah. th- th- absolutely, that would that would bring viewers in. If you heard that, like, in Winnipeg, Kevin Owens went over and you're like, oh, crap. Like, let's watch Raw to see what comes of that. Uh, unfortunately, you would get the slammy Raw right afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but Brie came out in a, in a tag team against uh, team, team Bad, as it were, they aptly named. Uh, it was it was Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Brie of all people, and then on the next night she was fighting Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I understand now that y- you want it kind of to rhyme because people who are really into wrestling and want to know what happens on superstars and all this crap are going to actually pay attention to what happens on live events yeah. and be like, okay, cool. We saw Kane come out and team with uh, with the Team Dudleys. ECW, which was the angle the next night on Raw. Kane comes out and he's fighting, I guess, Bray but that Wyatt. Was, that was that was supposed to be his return. So I guess yeah. they, they had him. They had him on our tour, yeah, and then just decided to involve him at that point, which for me it was fantastic because I, I I never sh- sure yeah I never I never got to see him 15 years ago yeah. So for me, unfortunately, that was like huge. you know, in a four on four tag match, you're not going to get you're a not, lot of anyone. No. But no, but yeah. like just just having him there, like he he did his he did his staples. He you yeah. know, I saw the choke slam. He did and all the that. sit up. He did and like the sit the, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I thought that was great. But they got they got to they got to figure something out yeah. with with this because right now. Sasha Banks is incredibly... going back to the TLC yeah. match. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sasha is incredibly underutilized, and yeah. she needs to be involved in this. She is championship material, and from what we've seen from the NXT matches with her and Charlotte, would you over the like, top? Is she being held back in a team? Yes, yes. Okay. She is. She is the leader of the team, but yet somehow Naomi is being given the mic to talk. She's, and I yeah. don't understand it because the, <laughs> the one with attitude in that group is Sasha Banks. Yeah, everyone wants Sasha, yet they won't get Sasha. I, like, what's the answer? Should there be a women's tag belt, and then like it's really getting, go all in if on they're it? Really or? pushing the women's division, and you've got someone like well, you were also saying Sasha's like Sasha and New Day. Like, if she was the female represent, like if you eventually maybe put a, another belt on one of the New Day guys. Put the IC champion on, yeah. on Big E or something like that, and then give Sasha the Divas Championship and have them be like basically the Shield, I guess at that point, but funnier. Well, it'd be funny. <laughs> I mean, she, she does she does enough promo stuff behind the behind the scenes already to deal with it and yeah. to, and and to fit in. Just just do it. 
add an added female element into it. I mean, it's it's adding a new it's, element. In this I, case, you're, you're, you're it's weird that we not... well, we know she, where she came from. As someone who would just have watched WWE, she's not she's nothing special. And, that, and that's, she's exa- fine, that's exactly but, yeah. it. Because NXT is, 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 is it's it's very it's a very uh, niche market right now yeah. because I, I think it's only available on the network in the states. Canada for a I, while it was on. They TV. actually air it. Oh, weird. Yeah, it was it was on TV. I don't think they, I think they've pulled it. Maybe it was like a trial thing to kind of yeah. get Canadians into the network. The, the, but the network is very worth it. I think it, as the first episode of this podcast, let's just say that I have never regretted paying for the network. I haven't uh, either. I buy. I use the U.S. one, which is just Netflix. Uh, you have the channel. I have the channel, but yeah. you also using your cable information can log, log in, in and, and view the proper. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, the you, real version. You, you get you get the real version, yeah. and I stream it to the TV, and I watch all the old pay per views. I'm still watching stuff from yeah. '97. I watched right all now. Monday Night War. Very glad That's I did. Fantastic. Yeah. That is that's one me, of the best uh, things. Me and the wife made. were watching Raw the other day, and I'm like, do you ever notice the the difference in just quality with their pre recorded, edited together segments? How good WWE at, is at like chopping something up. And I always said, what if they did one show a year where it was raw without an audience? Like th- whether something happened where the audience couldn't come out, there was a terrorist attack, who knows whatever <laughs> that happened. Uh, but they just did a fully edited version of raw and you got to see what their vision for that show would have been if it wasn't live and they were stuck with the performances they got the first time. Would it be as tight or as, as cool and stylized as one of those little, little like when they show the re, re things from the pay per views, yeah. like look at this crap that happened. It looks exciting. All the the camera angles are down and like they're really getting the heat across and stuff like that because they're cutting out hours upon hours of trash. Yeah, basically like the the stuff where they were just feel, filling time to fill a three hour show. Uh, I'd be very curious to see see how well they they could do. I, I'm completely going on a tangent here. No, that's okay. You, something your I point, thought your, of, your, yeah. your, your point's completely valid. I and mean, they, they might need to start looking at that because yeah. the, the live element maybe actually was holding, holding it back. Like, is, is SmackDown going to be a better product? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to see it on the USA Network. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go back on track. Yeah. We'll, get, sure. we'll, yeah. we'll get back yep. to that. Um, essentially, this just really gets to the point of... Uh, Charlotte reverses a uh, figure four that's put on her. Paige hits the fisherman suplex. Uh, then she hits the rampage. During the count, Rick puts Charlotte's leg on the ropes yep. or pulls it. It's, like, and it, it's obvious, too. Yep. The ref pretends like he misses it, but he full-on spins her to her left. <laughs> He's an old man. What's he supposed to do? So the, the, leg, the leg is over. <laughs> she she argues about it. And uh, Paige gets pulled forward as Char- Charlotte is given time to take apart the uh, padding on the middle. I think it's the middle turnbuckle. Yep. Face slams into it. Charlotte pins her. It wins. at the end of the match. Like, I was, mean, this the, is so far beneath their ability. Yeah, it, this isn't even funny. <laughs> like once, once again, this, this is this is the difference between an NXT them being called women and having the yeah. women's belt, and then being treated like divas on the main roster, and that they can't fully sustain a match on their own ability. Well, exactly. It seems like all of them have to have the angle that it's cutthroat, and they're all, for lack of a better word, bitches. To one yeah. another. Yeah. Whereas in NXT, it's not. It's a competition, and there are heels and faces. Yep. Uh, people who are honestly trying to work towards that title, and people who are trying to cheat to get it. That is the essence of all wrestling. And right now, the Divas division d- doesn't have that. They have teams and stables of women. Binders full of women, Andrew. And uh, <laughs> just date this back to 2013 or whatever. And uh, and it's going nowhere. That's It's sad. I like, I like Charlotte as a wrestler. It's it's yeah. very disappointing because what I saw what I see with Sasha Banks when she defended her title and lo- well, and lost it yeah um, 
uh, unfortunately I can't remember her name on NXT right now, but Bailey, Bailey, thank yeah. you. <laughs> when, when she lost that that title in Brooklyn, I'm like the yeah, the, that is one of the actually no, I, I, huge, let, me, let me go back on that. Yeah. yeah, it was the Frankensteiner off the top turnbuckle. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and actually say that that is one of the, is the best women's match I have ever seen. Well, it stands up with probably the top five matches of the year. Period. Like, like so women's, I'm, men's, doesn't matter. Like, oh, absolutely. And just give them the time and the creativity. And maybe that has something to do with Triple H, helping them telegraph yeah. everything before when they're planning the match out for their huge spots. But, I mean, th- th- maybe that's the huge difference. Because right now, when I see them on the main roster, I'm incredibly disappointed from what I've seen. It makes me want to go back and, w- back and watch, <laughs> watch those matches again. Like, what happens when Nikki Bella comes back? Is there just going to be three teams that are exactly the same? They've, like, they've, they're all exactly the same. They, they, they've, they've got to break some of them up and, and start creating storylines. This like, team like, has like this color doing. hair. <laughs> this team has that color hair. Well, it was like when they struggled to put Team Bad. Yeah. We're, we're bad. Well, right now <laughs> they like, are bad, but... There's a definite lack of direction for all of them. They they they, they shouldn't have called the revolution off the bat. Nope. And right now it's 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 not delivering. Nope. It's it's not delivering. I I enjoy seeing the, the the knowing the ability of the superstars, but I'm not seeing it. Yep. And that's honestly that's that's where it left that match. Post match, Charlotte and Becky have a little disagreement about the way she won the match. Yep. That she didn't do it on, on her own merit. Her father helped her, and it was cheating. Well, questionably cheating. Yeah. And Becky. Seems to be losing friends everywhere. I mean, because she, she was she was teamed with Sasha Banks. Yeah. And like, you know, come with me. We'll rule the world. And then Sasha went, Sasha ends up getting the shot, winning the belt on NXT. And then they broke up. Yeah. And then now Becky's here with Charlotte because they were the, you know, the four horse women. I mean, as Paige now, said, Becky is the afterthought. She completely. <laughs> she is constantly the afterthought. And then once again, one of, one of those uh, women on the show. During that Paige's is, second heel turn. <laughs> so <laughs> That is suffering from lack of direction. Yeah. And once again, she's paying the price because now she's getting pushed into Paige obscurity. is the new big show. <laughs> kind of. Yes. We're like, she'll heel turn and then inexplicably be playing face again with face, like, in a tag match. Yeah. with like That happened. That literally happened. Where the next, like, the week after she was just like, your dad sucks and you suck and he's old and that's the only reason you're the champion. Ah, blah, blah, my house. Throws the microphone down and she's teamed with them the next week. And then on the following week, heel turns again. And you're like, you can't double heel turn. Oh, single been, heel they, turn. They've been doing that incorrectly with so many characters that they need to yeah. establish where they stand and then mm-hmm. go from there and bridge out and maybe test... The heel water here and there because you had enough and you snapped. I was saying, like, with, with what they're doing with Kevin Owens, Ziggler, and Dean Ambrose, it's just like, you, when you see them all in the ring, like when, when you know, Kevin Owens powerbombed, uh, I think it was Ziggler on top of Dean whatever it was, whatever order that was, you're like, okay, here's oh, the IC, yeah. here's the IC title picture, here's the three guys, this is the, this is the dynamic, Dean and Ziggler don't really have any heat between one another, but they both hate the hell out of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens doesn't have the belt, though, so ultimately Ziggler's... You know, Ziggler's allegiances are, are questionable. I hate Ziggler all the same. Well, uh, but, but, but that was one of the best parts. Since we're only, we're only going to touch on it briefly, I'm going to say. Because yeah. on, the, on the Raw following TLC. Um, Which had a big moment in it we'll talk about. But yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, the one following. When they when they had their little thing about the Intercontinental title. Yeah. And, uh, you sounded like I, Kevin Owens when you said that. I, wow. He had like the accent. <laughs> Your sports I, team sucks. I should be flattered. Yeah. Uh-huh. But... Uh, you look terrible. I think I think Owens. <laughs> I believe Owens came out or had something to do with Ambrose. The three of them were involved somehow. Yeah. And but Ziggler was in the match, 
And I'm pretty sure it was a Ziggler Dean Ambrose match, and Kevin Owens came out and just beat the crap out of both of them. Is what happened? Because uh, I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember somehow somewhere him interfering. Maybe it was on SmackDown. Yeah, the following. Maybe it was a highlight. I watched that SmackDown I that week, which messes me up because now I don't know what happened where. Because I, I I remember Ziggler standing outside the ring, and it was interference, and Ziggler was ticked off. Yeah, and he just he just turns to Ambrose who's standing next to him, and I, for, for no reason at all, super kicks him, and then Ambrose drops, and I went. You know, for a guy who had no heat going into this and yeah. really had no place, he absolutely just slid himself into the picture by going, oh man, I hate Owens, I'm so pissed off, oh hey, it's Ambrose the champ, shut your mouth, super kick, drop. <laughs> he, instant, he instantly yeah. got heat for that. Right? And, like, I, 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 I bought into it. I bought into it at that point, and I could see a triple threat yeah. happening, and I would love to see a triple threat with, between fine. these three superstars. I don't like Ziggler because I never believe his motivation, especially when you hear anytime that guy's interviewed and he's just like, wrestling doesn't matter, or like, it's a I'm job. A com- I'm, I'm a, a stand up comedian. Yeah, I'm a comedian. It's like, okay, well, let's never put the belt on you ever again. Like, remember Survivor Series last year when he was like the last surviving member of Team John Cena and got the authority <laughs> fired? He Let's was bring it all the way back to 2014, everybody. Oh, when he was relevant, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that that was well. So that was the end of the women's match. Uh, the, the final match of TLC was yeah. Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Perfectly but, fine match between two guys I don't really care about, but a perfectly well fought match. Uh, Sheamus got the crap kicked out of him. Oh, early on, he. I mean, it's, I, I I think he actually took a shot from Reigns. Yeah. That wasn't fully in, like it wasn't intended at all, and you could see a bruise forming on his head. There was a bruise on his arm that actually burst. Well, that the guy just looks like a kitchen counter covered in flour. So anytime you disturb <laughs> it, like you're gonna see it immediately. Like you can see welts appear. You know what it's like? It's like in Home Alone two, uh, when Marv is eating those bricks to the face, and with each brick that he he get hits, you see the outline. <laughs> you're just you see every little mark on that. I just watched Home Alone two yesterday. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, but I no, it's a valid comparison, and I mean. <laughs> You'd be able to tell so easily on him, and he took one hell of a beating. They showed yep. pictures after TLC on their social media. He, he, he might was... be the most underappreciated wrestler right now just because no one really – he looks so stupid, and he does. <laughs> like, well, and, and, and his catchphrases, I mean, maybe it has something to do with the fact that he's you know, his character. And he is Irish, and he's trying yeah. to play that, put that over. But I mean, like, hey, fella, and all that. Nah, it just no one cares. No, no one be- cares. Be- beating his yeah. beating his chest, leading up to the bro kick. I mean, I it's it's Conor McGregor, right? It's because the UFC has yeah. this this rising star that WWE is like. Well, we got an Irish guy. Let's just put the title on. Him and see what happens. One of the interesting points of the match was it got to, it, it, at one point it, got, it it did get boring, and the fans started to go, "We want Cena. Cena sucks." Yeah, and. I, I, I couldn't agree more with that because there was a there was a point where the match just got really slow and lost pace, and, well, the, and the fans could tell that it's a long match, right? Yeah. So like up front, there was a lot of carnage, lots of tables, ladders, and chairs, uh, and then at a certain point, they got to kind of catch their breath to go into the yeah. to the finish. Like it's it's yeah, the pacing of a wrestling match is very important, especially when you're watching it on television where it, the, you have all these distractions, whether it be a plate of chicken wings or your cell phone. Uh, when, when, the, when the wrestling match starts to lag, when it's not like that opening tag match, you again, you that's why I like going to these li- like live events. I will always go to see the wrestling live because you have nothing else to do but sit there, sip on a drink, and and really watch the pacing of a match. And whether it gets you know, you can feel it get boring in real in real time. It's neat. So when you watch it, uh, something on TV, it's even more, you know, the high spots are really high, the low spots are really low. Is how it how it pans out. So. 
I, I thought the match was fine. It I, was it, it, it was acceptable. I, I wouldn't say it was one of the greatest. I was able to look beyond the fact of who were the yeah. two people fighting. Was was it just it? One, one of the one of the coolest. Well, some of the coolest parts were uh, they make their way to the stage. Roman throws Sheamus into the mountain of tables, ladders, and chairs. Sure, and they just <laughs> fell down. That was entertaining just for the, like the comic yeah. uh, view of it all. Um, the visual, the, yeah, yeah. The, the visual piece. Anytime that someone's it was. getting piled with something is. <laughs> Always oh, good. Just like <laughs> tables, ladders, or chairs. Just pile them on somebody. I'm having. Oh, uh, Sheamus hits the white noise, putting Roman through a table off the ring apron. Yeah, that kind of left me a little awestruck because that that was actually really really pretty cool, crazy. Yeah, uh, that I haven't seen either of them really do. Uh, and then Roman Samoan drops Sheamus uh, through a ladder. Yes, that was really incredible. Really, really impressive too. I didn't expect that. That that much from well, them. Roman Reigns is wearing body armor, so he's, well, he's mostly true. protected. A wrestler, a wrestler <laughs> with body true. armor. That's okay. Um, League League of Nations to end it interferes, but it yeah, being that's, match. that's always a part of that I forget is that he actually ends up Superman punching everybody who runs out. Not Barrett, obviously, and we yeah. learn why. Uh, but yeah, he he Superman punches Alberto Del Rio once, which effectively disarms Alberto Del Rio, uh, which, well, fine, whatever. D- d- disarms Roman, and he just rearms himself. Yeah, that's right. He's, just, he's good to go. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you know, Sheamus wins, and we have a very frustrated Roman Reigns uh, who who sells it. Like, Roman Reigns doesn't do this often, because I'm like, if he had a smirk on his face, it would be completely ruined. But he looks like a dude who's just frustrated beyond relief, and he starts taking it out on Sheamus with a chair, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. So and it's so violent a visual that Triple H and a bunch of dudes in black shirts come out. They'll they'll stop him. Uh, and of course, you know Roman Reigns takes out his frustrations on Triple H. He puts him through the Spanish announce table, which somehow survived to the end of TLC. Yeah. Uh, usually, I always uh, yeah. Well, they, they had a plethora of tables. They didn't, they didn't need the Spanish announce table tonight. That's right. They, Until they, the end, <laughs> they, they, they were given the five dollar ones. There's no need to. There's, yeah. there's no need to leave. The poor Spanish announced the Spanish announced table without anywhere to put their Mountain Dew. R.I.P. <laughs> Spanish <laughs> announced table. Uh, and and yes, yeah, Spears Triple H. He's he. Roman Reigns appears to be leaving at that point. He runs back to one more spear, and I'm like, this is good. If this dude has this intensity and keeps a, like a straight face like that when he does stuff like this, he'll go over. And like, sure enough, next night on Raw. You know, we can run down some of the matches and stuff like that, but suffice it to say, he wins the the title on uh, on Raw, of course, and Vince McMahon is involved, which is let's well, just just with how it opened because it, yeah. opened, it opened with Stephanie, and then you know she you know it's yeah my 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 my, my father is going to be here blah 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 blah. The most entertaining part of that entire night for me wasn't the ending of Roman ending up winning that title that night. Yeah. It was actually Vince McMahon arriving during a Bo Dallas R Truth match. <laughs> he and he shows up. I'm like, oh cool, they're going to show him showing up. Yeah. And then I'm like, but is there a chance, like in the old days, where they're going to have the music cut during a match and yeah. he's going to kick them out? Lo and behold, yep. Power struts, music hits, and he starts walking Get out down. Of my ring. And yeah, yeah, he yells at them, and they just kind of sheepishly run off. And I went. Are we, am I, I going to get classic McMahon here? Am I not going to get like the PG version? Am I going to get him dropping maybe like one or two little borderline profanities? Well, that was this is supposed to be over. their new creative direction, right? This Raw was supposed to... And that Raw was good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, like, yeah. Somehow, they booked together one... Unfortunately, it didn't continue to the next Raw, but that one kind of gets a pass, and we'll talk about why. Uh, it, like, it was solid. All the matches, all the build-ups, all the little vignettes and stuff they did. They did, like, the ECW guys hanging out in, like, an, an alley by a dumpster or something. Well, it was, it was, it was yeah. Philadelphia, so that's yeah. why they did it. Yeah, EC, ECW stomping ground. And, and sure enough, you know, in the place where he was booed out of the building last year at Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns wins the title and gets cheers. So, they did something right. 
And unfortunately, it will, will suffice it to see. We'll see if they can catch lightning in a bottle twice. But they're gonna have to. And they're gonna have to keep catching that lightning because yeah. right now they need to keep him on the the side of insanity that he was at at TLC. He's got to go to the Ambrose Asylum. He's got. Yeah, he has to. He has to visit the Ambrose Asylum and maybe read the guide the, the guidebook. Yeah. To how Amb- Ambrose runs the asylum because right now. <laughs> It's it, it it's it's kind of like hit or miss. Like he snaps and then he goes away and then he gets mouthy. But his mouthy is like it's if you know your five year old cousin was trying well, to trash talk you. Yeah. Again, when Vince McMahon comes out, he's he's talking about prunes and stuff like that. And then yesterday on Raw, like it, he's smiling in in Stephanie's face. He should just be he should scare Stephanie out of the ring, not be like thinking she's a joke. Yeah. That would be so much better. That would be what Stone Cold would do. And clearly, that's what they're trying to do with Roman Reigns. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't have the mic work because right now it's, it's I'm better than you. Yeah. Like it's it, there's, he doesn't have that ability to be taken seriously let, and, tr- and, and actually he needs to let his, his actions out. speak louder yeah. than, than any, like if Stephanie came in there and like called him out. And he came to the ring and said nothing and kept a straight face that whole time. Would have done so much more for that guy's character than opening his mouth and smirking or talking or. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he has he has the power of intimidation. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the the ability. To he, put himself over... He looks good. Yes. Like, his wrestling's maybe not as best as, you know, the top ten in the company or something like that, but it's good enough, and he's intimidating enough when he wants to be, that there's there's a good... I think there's a good character in Roman Reigns somewhere. I, 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 I wholeheartedly think that if they got him look, looking the right way yeah. and acting the right way, and I can't believe I'm saying this, he could be considered as an opponent for Brock Lesnar. Well, putting him strong yeah. enough, take take away the goofy, you know, reload of a Superman punch, market it's him, market, market him yeah. properly. He could be that opponent for Brock Lesnar as a monster. Well, because last year at WrestleMania, he believably stood up to Brock Lesnar, and like Brock Lesnar got a little like color on him and stuff like that. And you're just like, yeah, okay, this this guy is strong. He is in canon in the WWE universe. Roman Reigns is one of the stronger guys. Yes, sure. Uh, but all that needed all that needed to be elevated there was heat and character. Brock Lesnar's just over. He's just over forever. As long as that guy's in the company, if he comes out and just kicks somebody's ass, the crowd's going to love him. Roman Reigns doesn't have that. Every time he comes out, you don't... You're like, is he holding a microphone? Oh, God, he's holding a microphone. Oh, Jesus. If he comes out without one, you're like, okay, there's just going to be some ass kicking. (laughs) So be it. Uh, And it's that inconsistency with that character that that I think ultimately keeps him from being liked by a lot of people. Absolutely, absolutely. But he he kind of he kind of got himself over a little bit, and it was sure, it was it, yeah. was it was nice, and it was a good raw. It felt a little more old fashioned. The booking, the booking I mean, was, hell, he took it off of Sheamus. The crowd's gonna be yeah. fine with that, no matter what. If you if if you failed this, then yep. all your writers should just be fired yeah. immediately, and just I was just, talking just to the easy, currently easy invisible raw. third member of this podcast, Mike, who will be joining us, I'm sure, in the future. Uh, I've talked to him, so he's <laughs> he's talking about Sheamus and that he he thinks Sheamus does a good job as a character. Because he hates him and hates to see Sheamus be successful. And as the leader of the League of Nations and when he was carrying the belt, it's like, I can see that. But there's there's a, a real difference between hating a character, like thoroughly disliking someone, and just being like, that guy's a buffoon. I don't want to, I just don't want to see yeah. him on TV. I don't want to see him actually get get airtime. Like and, a Bo Dallas, and that was, and, that was, that, that, and that's the difference between yeah. what, what, they're trying to market Sheamus as a new age Triple H. Un- like, un- unfortunately, it doesn't work at all. No. Yeah. And when they, when they brought Sheamus in, he was opposite Triple H. Yeah. And Triple H, you know, was, was turned face because I think he was still part of DX at that point. When did Sheamus come in? Like the this is, uh, middle we're ta- 2000s? We're talking the fun- no, uh, no, no, no. We're talking like... 2004? I want to like- think like 20, 2009. Okay. 2010. He's not, he's not that old. 
But the problem is that when they brought him in, he was a heel and went against, I believe, and went against Triple H when Triple H was a part of the, the last run of DX. I might be mushing this up, but like the basis is there. And well, Triple H is weird as a character too, because if he takes off his shirt and he's going to wrestle, he be he he's a face in the in the yeah. ring, which well, is always and, weird. Yeah. And the nice thing was, he, Triple H kind of jobbed to Sheamus. Sheamus won out. Yep. And Triple that, H will do that. I mean, we've seen oh, that yeah. in recent weeks. Whatever, whatever's, yeah. whatever's best for the company, really. Yeah. And when Except, he, you know, appearing on NXT when he's supposed to be, like, coughing up blood yeah. in Connecticut or whatever. Yeah. But, People are mad about that. And I'm just like, it's supposed to be two separate things. Like, if you're watching NXT, Lord knows you understand that this is not the same Triple H that's over there. Yeah. Even though he's making direct references to it. Yeah. And he did. He was like, Roman Reigns kicked my ass, but here I am. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Trips. But... I, I just I don't know. Sheamus, he's, they got they got to figure out a way to make to put him over because as the leader of the League of Nations, it was, it's like he has his little own DX of a variety of, of, of nations <laughs> of like uh, yeah, and like they can a go wacky, out there and uh, they can they can yeah. be intimidating, they can beat people up. But now that he's dropped the title, it loses its power. I think it, it really comes down to I, I think those four guys could work really well together with some pre-recorded promos. Have them hanging out in a dressing room and having them like doing their own thing. Having Del Rio just like you know flexing in the mirror. Have Rusev like talking to Lana. Have like Bad News Bear drinking a pint or something because he's obviously not wrestling. Have, have them kind of seem like I don't know. Like literally, their 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 promos have been them standing around a table or just standing in a straight line talking to one another or being at ringside, which is what all pro- <laughs> yeah yeah, which is just like it doesn't make you feel like there's a camaraderie or it doesn't feel like they they don't feel like a, a group if they don't if they don't start coming out to, to the ring together yeah like if Rusev yes she, they have music with Lana now, so oh do they yeah they played it on uh, Raw oh, I didn't, sure I, oh man yeah. I missed that I didn't it's even kind of a like kind of a like regally sounding. Like brooding royally hmm. tune. It's it's they played it. It's there. I'm gonna have to ch- I'm gonna have to check yeah. that again because I, I I really I, I like the idea like like they I, played I, I like that Rusev Rusev comes out with Lana yeah, but they've still got to put one other member out there with him. They've got to start joining yeah. them more often. Uh, Del Rio has a match. Don't interfere. He doesn't. Yeah. They don't have to interfere. Be there. Make their presence known. Stand at the top of the ramp and just stare. Just like, be there. Yeah. Be there for them. That way I'll start believing that you're actually together. If you come to the ring together, if you're seen together. Heck, yeah. if you are if you go... Man, if, if you're reported as going out for dinner together, yeah. it's going to be believable. Well, the New Day has that. The New Day has exactly... Absolutely. You, you believe those three guys are friends and hang out. Well, Swerve. Yeah. yeah. Swerve. Who, who, was, who was the one that nailed Kofi Kingston? <laughs> Woods! Was he Woods? Yeah. I gotta go to the airport! He's just, <laughs> just like his eyes are bloodshot. Just, 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 just the powder yeah. cannon in his face. So good. Best part of Swerved. Oh, and there man. weren't many. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, I mean... Why did I watch all the episodes of Swerved? What's wrong with me? <laughs> oh, God. Watch Breaking Ground. Total Divas is starting up again soon. I'm excited. On that note, watch Breaking Ground. If you okay. have it, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get... The essence of NXT is right there. The reality so, of everything, what happens. WWE had Tough Enough, which yeah. I think debuted in the early 2000s. Yeah. And it was breaking ground. It was it was them, like, scaring these people straight, being like, this is what you're expected of you. And it was less a reality show and more of a, this is how you it was, become a wrestler. It was a reality show to the point of, it was kind of like a Funniest Home Videos, but to, to, to the point of, send us your video, send us, like, you know, a cheap promo. Yeah. Why should we have you as it? Why do you want to be a WWE superstar? And then they'd, they'd pick, like, ten. Yeah. And then every week... The judges would decide on yeah. wrestling ability and if they're ready. And then, you know, it'd go to the next week if someone else is eliminated. And it would go on. Yeah. But the problem was that in this case for Tough Enough, 
more recently. It was yeah. more the more recent one was fans, and I'm sorry, yeah. I, I I love being included, but when it comes to in ring ability and re- we don't know what's best, yeah, for the company and which superstar should be in. Now that now I don't know. I mean, he's he's in. You'll see him if you watch Breaking Ground, which is just a documentary of superstars yeah. that are in NXT. What I was getting at is that yeah. then NXT became that show when Tough Enough kind of spiraled out into a reality show. Kind of. Yeah. They're but like, then NXT they're, just they're, became its own wrestling they're, they're, promotion. They're, well, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were kind of like the place for like superstars who have wrestled, who haven't wrestled, yeah. to either, a if they have wrestled, hone their sport, hone yeah. their craft. And well, if I'm being honest, that's one of the reasons I really like Total Divas is it has that element to it. You can see them working out or training, yeah. which is one of the more interesting. Whenever you're going to look behind the scenes at WWE, that is one of the most interesting things is seeing them train and just take bump after bump and still, you know, six days a week be going out and doing it for real is always super fascinating to me, uh, which is why, you know, this Breaking Ground show sounds like it's, it'd be up my alley. Uh, honestly, yeah. rec- I recommend it to everyone and anyone. You see, you see uh, there's a, the before an Iron Woman match. Uh, with Bailey and Sasha yeah. Banks, Triple H is there talking to them and telling them, "Listen, you guys are going to main event this. It's going to yeah. be the first time ever." And Bailey says, "Like I can't look at Sasha because if I do, I'm going to start crying, and she's going to start crying because we're both so emotional about yeah, yeah. this that we're given this opportunity yep. that we know we can do it, but we're also nervous." There's and... a there was a moment on Total Divas where the Divas match was cut from WrestleMania. Yeah. I think yep. it was 2013 or something like that. Some of that, yeah. And you, you get to see not only the girls who were going to be in the match, but everyone else in the division, like, just crushed by that fact that they, they are not represented. It doesn't matter if they're actually going out there, but if someone is representing there, it's, it's very neat. Uh, it is very much a traveling circus, Andrew, uh, <laughs> and, which is the best way I can, I can ever get anyone into wrestling who's just like, oh, man, UFC. It's real. I'm like, no, no, no. This is something completely different. This is a circus performance that deals specifically around characters and, like, wrestling. And everything that goes on behind the stage is infinitely more interesting. The things you hear throughout the week on, like, Wrestling Observer are more interesting than what you're going to see on Raw every week. But all together, that is why people watch WWE. Thank you, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great selling point. It's the first first podcast, so, you know, we gotta, gotta, gotta get up on that soapbox. But, uh, okay, well, where, let's, let's, where the hell were we? Uh, actually, I bookmarked exactly where I left off. So, continuing on, uh, next, uh, was the actual 21st, uh, December 21st edition of Raw. Yes, that just um, happened. That Fresh. Yeah, just happened. Yeah. Fresh in our minds. That was the day after our live event. Do you have anything to say about the live event that we haven't already kind of covered? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought going yeah. to it, I mean, I, I, wonderful gift from my girlfriend. Sure. Was ramp, ramp seats, watching them go by. They interact so well. I mean, I wanted to hate Brie Bella, yeah. But yet, when I saw her walk by uh, after the match was over, and this girl wearing uh, a Bella hat uh, <laughs> just starts bawling. Yeah. I mean, she lost it. There was and a Brie goes yeah. over and just consoles her, takes a picture with her, hugs her, yeah. and is there, and then walks off. And I'm that's like, just she- not Brie. Like most of the wrestlers did that, except for the heels that have to kind of slink away because yeah. no one likes them anyway. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, not, not going to run over to the ramp and start bawling over Ke- Kevin Owens. Yeah, I saw Miz and just a single tear rolled down my cheek. Uh, <laughs> no, but there were like when when the Dudleys came out, there were people sitting next to me that like were just like losing it. Whether like whether they don't watch wrestling, but WWE is coming to town. So let's do it Or have no Like me and you were like Well who are we gonna see Like oh the Dudley boys Are on this this tour That's gonna be awesome There were people who were You know sitting clo- close by With their kids and stuff like that, And they were just crying That the Dudley boys Were there live And like you don't really see that on Raw No 
uh, I guess really it's because we're not a territory that gets the televised no, shows. No, well, we've had we've had it. We, we yeah. back in two thousand four, we had a back to back, and it's actually apparently been very rarely done. Yeah, is a Raw and SmackDown back to back. Were they stranded because of weather? No, <laughs> this was apparently uh, as a, as the story goes for us, they had the SmackDown plan. Yeah, uh, to record it on on the Tuesday. And then it sold so well for a non-live, like a taped yeah. event, that they're like, well, we don't have a Raw planned for that time oh, period. Like, so they're like, okay, two weeks later, they're like, we're going to bring Raw. And I'm like, I just spent all of my money on SmackDown yeah. to go to this event. And now I'm like, I need to, I need to gather money together. And then my grandparents... And like crazy heard, stuff went down. Well, yeah, Raw well, and, and, my, too, yeah. and my, my grandparents heard about that. They're like, well, you know what? Your birthday's in July. It's happening at the beginning yeah. of July. Here, you can go to Raw. I'm like, I, I could not... I was blown. Two nights in a Two row. Two nights in a row. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we were on cloud nine. Crazy. Because I went with, I went, I went with our aforementioned... Yeah. Invisible Red third Mike. Mu- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was incredible. <laughs> and I, I, I still think that they would sell out a live event here. Oh, yeah. A slightly smaller venue... But I think that we're being um, forgotten as a place that could be considered as another Calgary where we can oh, yeah. sell out and hold a live. Well, the thing like Minneapolis is six hours away. Toronto on a plane is two hours away. Like it's not, it, obviously it's not hard for them to do a live show here. And then they did Minneapolis the next night. If yeah. it wasn't friggin' Christmas week, I would have probably gone. Uh, the our Canadian dollar is a little better. I found out afterwards. I'm glad I, I did. After <laughs> well, after the girlfriend had bought yeah. my tick, like our tickets, she's like. If I had really thought about it, and if you had somehow could have found a way to miss Monday, yeah, uh, she's like, I would have bought tickets to Minneapolis, and we would have driven down. I was like, you got to be kidding Pri- me! Price wise, how much are they compared to the the house show? Like, I paid for ninety, what? I paid ninety dollars a ticket for my seats. But paid, they were at the very front. I like, paid, I paid the equivalent for SmackDown and Raw. Okay, wow, there was no difference. <laughs> That's a depreciation of time, money at right the time. There. This, this was this was back in two thousand four. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Two thousand four dollars. So, yeah, That's right. So this is this is, this is the two thousand four <laughs> WWE economy. But <laughs> at that at that time, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was worth you know every penny. But now looking back, I'm like, man, really? Like I am paying, like we're paying like seventy five dollars to sit on the floor just... to a live event, which I'm not complaining about. But I paid two hundred and fifty dollars per eagle ticket once. So uh, yeah, I've I've been taken to the cleaners a few times. I'm sure I have too. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, I, yeah, the, you know what? Like, like you said, the uh, the superstars take time to – everybody in the, in the front row that wanted a picture, wanted an autograph, yeah. mostly got it. Uh, it's it's pretty neat for that. So The, the one thing I didn't actually didn't mention to you before and after the mat, uh, sorry, the event, was that uh, oh, Byron? Byron yeah. Saxton? Yeah. Because he was there. Yeah. Because you know, he was leading into so the was, Raw. Uh, he, was, he was on the ramp <laughs> during, during the break. Yeah. The, the intermission that we had, and he was on the opposite side talking to people, taking pictures, and he was there for a while. And these two guys just kind of strolled up through our, our, our walkway, went to the edge, and started yelling, Byron! Byron! <laughs> getting his attention. I'm like, Saxton, come here! And then finally, when he was done with the people on the other side, he, he, he turns, and immediately, the minute he started turning, they wanted to make sure that he got his attention. So they yelled even louder. Yeah. And he walks over, he's like, jeez, like, I thought you guys were going to kill me. <laughs> like, I, you guys are really freaking me out. And he took pictures and, you know, <laughs> took a selfie and, you know, I think he autographed something for Even them. Byron's over at a house show. Yeah. And he was, I'm like, I'm like you, know, you know the crowd is into it yeah. when yeah, when Byron gets over at, well, a, at a house show. Uh, that's uh, the last house show he went to was during SummerSlam and JoJo was re-announcing. And people loved the hell out of JoJo. She was and good. She, yeah, everybody was like, JoJo! Oh my god! Uh, it's pretty funny. So anyways, that's the house show. Raw. Slammies. Okay, we're going back. Yeah. Um, 
So the show starts off with Stephanie coming out and talking yep. talking about how talking Reigns smack. became the champ after you attacked Triple H and you know you still attack my husband you attacked McMahon. Um, then you she can't talked, do that, man. No, or, or you totally can with no repercussions. I'm, I'm very unclear on, on that. Right that, that was the, that, what, what got me is she talks about that and then she's like, on a brighter note, we're here for the Slammies. <laughs> and she it was a really weird segue. Yeah. From talking about Roman Reigns being the champion and being and being really aggravated by it, to talking about the Slammies, I mean that didn't really. If you if you started with the Slammies and then went to Roman Reigns, okay, so because, because after that Roman Reigns comes out, yeah, you've you've gone to point A, you've traveled to point B, and you're, you're trying to make this night special, and now you traveled all the way back to to point A by so having Reigns come out. There were here. a number of problems I had with this Raw. Let's talk about Seth Rollins, okay, Superstar of the Year. Sure, deserved. Like, if you just list the things that, which he did when he came out, list the thing that that guy has accomplished. Absolutely, superstar of the year. Sure, uh, good, good worker. You know, whatever. Yeah, R- really felt his loss when he got injured. Like, absolutely, it, absolutely. As sick as everybody was of his twenty-minute-long promos when they weren't there, you're like, well, this is worse. Uh, so he comes out and he's on crutches, and I think people were always hoping that when Seth Rollins came back, he would just have a fire in his belly against the Authority, who basically treated him as an afterthought when he lost he vacated his title Triple H was just on to the next thing it's like Seth Rollins was great whatever screw it that guy's gone let's move on they could have started that angle here with him coming out and not hugging Stephanie McMahon but like plant seeds it's like because he's going to be gone for so long you want to keep him relevant so that worried everybody that that's not the direction they will go no, that was the misleading thing. Because I'm under the full, and I, be, I believe in this entirely. Yeah. That when he comes back, he is going to run that company as the baby face. You can't yeah. tell me I'm wrong as much as you want. He is more beneficial to the company. It's up to them, as a, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But as a baby face, then as, as the heel. Yeah. Tur- you know what? Try and turn someone else. Be, uh, even try turning Ambrose. Like, because I, I, I really think in him... For his ability and the way he puts on a show, he's better utilized as a face. And then coming out and hugging Stephanie, they completely took away the angle yeah. of like, hey, I'm the face. I've come back okay. to seek vengeance and, and please the crowd. So the timeline screwed up on this because we don't know when he'll be back. I, I I think. But if Cena has the U.S. title and yeah. Seth Rollins came back and steamrolled Cena and took the title. And he's like, by the way, Shield's back. And they have all three titles. There, There it is. That, that that's it, but that, it, the timeline doesn't no, match up. No, and that that would be cool because I, yeah. I think for his because the severity of his injury, I I couldn't see him back after. Well, if Cesaro back before that, you that probably, makes me excited. We, we, oh, we <laughs> so, will. Yeah, we will. I think I I would say a late summer at the earliest. Does Cesaro end up being in the League of Nations? Please, Cesaro, stay injured Ooh, for long enough. Just <laughs> ruined everything for me. Well, Kevin Owens was supposed to be, but he was sick. We, we that then, was is then, that a fact? Like they confirmed that. And now he's kind of gone. Who? So, have you noticed that? Who? Kevin Owens? Owens. Owens is supposed to be part of the League of Nations. Yeah. But now he's doing his own thing, and he's completely out of the league. I didn't realize that until you said that. I think he strategically was sick. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's, he's kind of he's like... It's, Could it's, you imagine if like we learn like years later that it was like it, like someone came to him, like the booker came to him, and they were just like, you're going to be in the League of Nations with these guys, and it's led by Seamus. You're going to be just a lapdog to Seamus. <laughs> he's just like, I'm really sick. I have to go home to my son. You'd be like, shit, Kevin Owens, you dodged the biggest bullet of your early WWE career right there. Well, it, it's, it's, it, I, I visualized it as like... The, the model you win on Simpsons yeah. where everyone's like fighting with each other and then, and then, and then Ralph <laughs> is standing there singing Oh Canada like, yeah, yeah. that'd be <laughs> he's, exactly he's, it he's Ralph yeah. in this case it's to himself <laughs> um, 
But like Roman, Roman interrupts Stephanie talking about it again, and it was a really odd exchange between the two because he's just he's smirking again. Steph, Steph, smirking he's, Roman Reigns he's, is not cool. He's smirking, and Steph's throwing a tantrum, and it's, it's, it's the McMahon tantrum yep. kind of thing. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I get it. Okay, that's the persona she's carrying from her father. So it's the thing that transcends everything. This there's this one thing that transcends everything: <laughs> video games, movies, wrestling, comic books, whatever it is. When you're growing up, the thing that you perceive to be cool is what older people perceive to be cool. Roman Reigns smirking and talking about prunes and tater tots is what little kids... That's Jar Jar Binks. Little kids like people being called names and it's edgy to them. However, if Roman Reigns comes out and he's just bodying people and the older people take notice of it, like that's what we like. And the little kids notice that the older wrestling fan crowd likes that. No matter what it is in anything, movies, whatever it is, you appeal to the old, older crowd, which will in turn appeal to all the youngins. Uh, in 2015, we have a problem with this. Everything is now appeal to a 12-year-old girl and hope that the people who are already into it will remain into it. And so be it. That's the angle they want to work, but that's not what has worked for 100 years that is suddenly happening now. And it's showing in wrestling a lot that they are appealing more to, to the not the potty humor, but the... It's goofball humor. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just Dean Ambrose spraying, so, you know, throwing a, a soda in someone's face. Well, Holy turns, crap, that's Disney Channel. He turns, he turns his back to Stephanie. Don't turn your back on me, raw man. Yeah. Roman, you come back in this room. It was, it was, it was, it was. His, he, his mother was angry. His mother yep. was angry, and he walked away while she was still talking to him. And then at that point, uh, he says, "There's going to be a handicap match with your cousins, the Usos, against the New Day." Yep. Which, okay, well, that's going on anyway. Let's just do it. <laughs> and then there's the cage match between Sheamus and Ambrose, which I will get to because there was there was some, there was uh, a, it got to a point at that match where I would have put a fork in the road. And I would have left part of it open. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll see what I mean later on. It'll make it'll make tons of sense. And I, when I thought of it, I'm like, this would have been far more interesting because this would have hurt. This would have cut Roman deep and would have opened an outpoint for Ambrose. But it would have, it would have ruined completely ruined and derailed Ziggler and Owens. But I'll, I'll get to well, that when well, the match. I mean, tell me what it is. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't hype I, it. I, I, and I, just I, like, I pretty much explain. I'm going to tell you about it in four minutes. <laughs> like, just, just do it. Ba- basically, what I would have done is because yeah. they have that cage match. Yeah. I would have had Seamus win. Okay. I know that seems stupid because you've built up Owens and Ziggler. Because what's going to cut Roman deeper? Yeah. Seamus winning the belt from Ambrose and now his brother has been taken down a notch. Yeah. Because of his stupidity. Was that a, was that a match for the belt? No. Okay. It was just a cage match. Okay, it's just it was match. just a cage match to All destroy right. his brother in arms. Yeah. Ambrose. You want to cut him deep? Make it for the make it for the belt and make him lose. You've you have now put him in an impossible situation where he has the belt. Yeah. He his brother has had his belt taken away because of his stupidity. And the League of Nations the League of Nations wins. Uh the authority has won to a degree well, they've won to a degree because it's only the intercontinental belt, something you know, the headline championship. Yeah. But still, you've cut them. And you could have involved Kevin Owens will be back relevant again because yeah. you know League of Nations. I know you don't know if you went on the I, I think or not, what it comes down but, to is uh, what, what are they doing? Two steel cage matches on SmackDown next yeah. week or something yeah. crazy? Yeah. Two or three. Uh, yeah. What it comes, what, what it really comes down to is they have so much time before Royal Rumble. This is the hardest time for them to. Th- this is just like uh, steel match. Sheamus and Ambrose is what this week is going to be, and so be it. But like, have but have him win it back. Don't yeah. make him carry the title for a long period of time. He took it. Get it back. Yeah. Reigns and Ambrose, get it back. Make it, because if, if there's like the League of Nations and it's just Reigns, it's going to get, who's he going to be with? Yeah. It's a, it's a man against the world and you've got to give him 
that, that, uh, that essence of hope and someone to decide with him. We, we just got cause... through a bunch of ladder matches, but like you could just be like, if you really want the authority in the league, like you could be like, okay, it's going to be a ladder match. It's Roman Reigns, it's Dean Ambrose, and the League of Nations. So it's not a four versus two, but it is a four versus yeah. two. Uh, yeah, there's any, but again, they have so much time to spin in place. It sucks that such a big creative change kind of hit. We had a good raw, and now it's like, uh, dude, we got six weeks. To fill. It's much like the UK Raw. The UK Raw, yeah. I, I thought I was given, like, old school well, old school Raw effect. Yeah. And then I had it taken away from me again. <laughs> and it's like, like, like every, every once in a while, you get, you know, you, you got to eat your vegetables. Yep. You know, all the time. Yep. But every once in a while, you can cheat. And when you're given that cheat, you don't want to go back to eating vegetables. And it is, it is one of yep. the hardest things as a wrestling fan to do is to sit there and know that... Again, there's something, the be- there's, there's something better, easily better that that just one little thing, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so, you know, suffice to say, we've we've kind of gone along here, but uh, no one was there to accept their slammies. No, Andrew. We'll, we'll, we'll quickly go over that. Sure, Ziggler presents Breakout Star of the Year. Winner was Neville. I yeah. don't agree with that at all. Uh, Neville is a great superstar. Neville tries to but... speak. Uh, he's got a real heavy accent, which is a cool accent, but uh, they don't really ever let him talk. So whenever he does talk, it's a little jarring at first. And then Kevin Owens comes out. Says he he should have won. Neville apparently takes no offense to this other than just leaving. He's just he, like, he you leaves. know what, Kevin, I'm out of here. And you're like, oh, okay. He he, he, take, he takes no offense to it. And then, but when he accepts his awards, he says he's shocked. You know what? If you want to put yourself over, yeah. don't say you're shocked that you were a breakout star. You say I totally agree that I'm a breakout star, and thank you very much. Yeah, you saved face like literally, like like literally, you saved yourself yeah. as a face. And you walk off. You've boosted yourself. In this well, case, instead, all that happens is you, you just drop. He's it. playing sympathy, but Kevin Owens is such a big character to follow him that yeah. you forget about Neville. You're like, who won that? Kevin Owens? No. Well, why did Kevin Owens give the speech? <laughs> is basically what happened. Essentially. Yeah. But then, like, Ziggler, as, as, uh, Owens comes out and talks about Ziggler. Ziggler attacks Owens. They're separated. Yep. That was the end of that. Um,. What was the next one? Santino Morella, law moment of the year. Santino says that Christmas has come early because he is back. I love Santino. Yeah. He's stupid fun. He tries to steal our truths uh, award. And, 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 yeah. and uh, uh, he's saying he's not there, it. which is kind of funny. Yeah. Our uh, truth ends up coming and taking it. That was, they, that, was, that was very goofy. They parody Steve Harvey at one point. They do the. the oh, later universe. on, yeah, for the, yeah. For the, for the, for the diva, uh, the diva of the year. He calls out which Paige, goes to, which, which Nikki. Yeah. Which, yeah, which goes to Nikki Bella, which was the weirdest Credit to Nikki Bella. Ever. She's there. Not mm. a lot of people were. Well, so. yeah, I guess I guess John was John, she was there, but John wasn't. That was the weird John's thing. John's busy. He's got a real job. That, 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 was, that was the weird thing. Um, he just opened up a movie opposite Star Wars that actually still managed to make money. John Cena's, uh, you know, he's he's living. That was that was weird. Uh, Miz Miz awards the slimy for this. This is awesome, which goes to Rock and Ronda Rousey promo against the Authority. I guess that was which good. was so long ago. But yeah. like it was, it was the the cheesy cameo moment of like, well, obviously people are going to pop for the Rock, Ronda Rousey, she's a big name, uh, so be it. I don't, whatever. Uh, Flair presents match of the year. Lesnar and Undertaker takes it. I, I, sure. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there the were fact there, that there he were some good uh, matches, stoned but... him not on the uh, yeah, the he, exposed they pulled, ring. <laughs> they, 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 they pulled, they pulled, they exposed the ring. Yeah. But then the camera angle was so poorly done that you see him actually. I mean, he doesn't collide with Which the ring. Which isn't the first but time he gets, gets yeah. tombstone in front. But if they did the angle properly, just from like a, like a mat perspective, yeah. Like they usually there's do, an easy way to do it. You could just yeah. you could you could see him go down. You could see the ring torn up partially, and you wouldn't have to worry about. That harkens it. back to the uh, when Undertaker tapped, but the ref didn't see it. That the camera. 
the cameraman basically ruined that and made it very confusing for everybody watching because it's either you caught it or you didn't. They didn't make a big to-do of it, uh, which is why I go back to if it was a pre-recorded thing. Look at Lucha Underground. I don't know if you've ever watched Lucha Underground. That is something that is presented as a drama with live wrestling in it, but everything else is crafted into a television show. And guess what? It's riveting. I who knows? Anyway, go on. <laughs> they, 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 they totally should. Yeah. Um, sorry, where was? Oh, I. Uh, Mark Henry comes out. Yeah, Mark Henry presents the hero of Snick. the Break hero, Snick. the hero of the year. Yeah, John Cena. No, I, I, I can't debate that yeah. he is a giving person. Titus O'Neil's I like mean, in a helicopter in Afghanistan right now, and John Cena's yeah. probably in his mansion enjoying his millions. But f- f- all the same, filming for Fox. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, I have I have no problem with this. John Cena gives back a lot. I may not like his persona. Yep. I I may think he has a, an odd attitude towards wrestling sometimes, but I think the way I put it to you once. One time was uh, we one time did a charity thing through our work, and I had learned later that uh, let's just say this this kid's mom had passed away. The, the reason we did the charity thing, we we gave this kid some birthday presents because his mom was in the hospital. And then I got the email like a couple weeks later, which is like, oh, you know what? She didn't make it. She she didn't make it out of her coma. She died. And I'm like, that's one that ruined my day. And that was one person, a stranger I didn't know. John Cena has done that times six hundred percent. And probably gets emails like that every freaking day. Remember that kid you spent an afternoon with at Discovery Zone or whatever the hell they're doing? Well, he passed away. John Cena gets those all the time and is still working for yeah. like four nights a week, you know, like. And dealing with Nick res- res- And dealing with Nick <laughs> uh, Respect for respect uh, is deserved for that guy. He, uh, he does a lot and he gives a lot back. Uh, oh, they're, they're, but John Cena sucks, of course. So. <laughs> uh, and then to quickly go over the final, the final yeah. slammies that were just handed out earlier in the day. There's also like, the pre-show, which I watched. That was 30 minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. <laughs> and the winner you. is, and the winner is. You didn't see that? No. Booker T like went for the winner, but like he didn't have it in his ear. Oh, and it wasn't so on they the screen. It to him? So yeah, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Renee um, Young had to. The ones I gave, ones I gave out early in the day. Uh, Lesnar Taker won rivalry of the year. Not shocked. Uh, WWE Network original show went to Stone Cold Podcast. Not much to choose from. No offense, WWE Network, you're great, but uh, podcast wouldn't win it for me. Uh, I mean, you, did you listen to the Shawn Michaels one? I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I did watch. Uh, well, listen slash. I couldn't watch it when I look at Shawn others. Michaels, I get uncomfortable. He looks like such a broken man. Like I know he, he looks much better than he did, and he's healthy now, and he's doing what he's doing. Uh, but every time I look at him, and I just I look into his eyes, I'm just like, man, that guy did. A serious amount of damage to himself. It's Jake the Snake is the same, but you're just like, damn, that guy saw some crap. Like, <laughs> so I, I listened to he's, it. He's been to Vietnam and come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I listened to it, but I, I could not watch it on the network. So that was not my network show of the year. Uh, uh, double cross of the year goes to Damian Mizdow, who has completely fallen face of the earth. I miss yep. you. Please come back. He got to be uh, Macho Mandow, but then Hulk Hogan went and said some racist things, and, and now uh, yeah, now, now that yeah. tag team broke up. And then extreme moment of the year goes to Roman Reigns uh, leveling Triple H, which that sure. that was actually well deserving. Memory. Yeah, uh, it's recent and it, it keeps it relevant. I um, can't think of anything else that really. Speaking of relevant, I'm going to go back on, on the slamming quickly. Sure. And say that Seth Rollins, it was good that they gave him that because he's they're keeping him relevant. He still has he still has pop. The, there was even a, I listened closely. There was a thank you uh, thank you Seth chant yeah. going. And I am I am a Seth Rollins fan. I I, I, I do admit he is whiny. Yep. In some of his promos and stuff like that, but I I do find him entertaining. His wrestling ability is fantastic. Yeah, and he has a true passion. I, I like for, when they did the uh, they did the when they did the highlight reel for him. It was a series of 
uh, people messing with him. It was like Sting popping out of the statue and messing <laughs> with them. It was like all this stuff was like, and then he got attacked by Sting during this. And then he got attacked by Brock Lesnar during this. And it was a series of him either being pulled out of the ring by Stephanie and Triple H just looking like flabbergasted, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> which is like, this guy's had a rocky road of a, uh, a title defense thing, but... Which, I, well, he only defended it probably a handful of times. When you think about it, he didn't didn't fight a whole lot. But, anyways. Um, is that it? We, we, honestly, we, we can go, yeah, for the Slimies, we can gloss over the rest of it. Because the rest yeah. of it was just poorly booked stuff. Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Bray, Bray Wyatt versus Kane, uh, which turns into an eight-mag tag, which we actually saw. Eight-mag tag, yeah. Eight-mag tag, wow. <laughs> eight-man tag, which we saw here. Yep. It was nothing new. Yep. It was, it's, you get what you expect. There were no big shots. Um, nope. Again, they they wanted to do a clip show. They wanted to do an end of the year clip show, but had to disguise it as a three hour raw. And unfortunately, the product seemed all over the place. The fact that no one came out to accept their slammies completely devalues the slammies. You know, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson has said he's got something planned for next week's raw. Who knows what the hell that means? Comes Whether out, it's he, just like he, he comes out of Santa a, Claus. It's mm-hmm. a video. I don't. Know. Yeah, Mick Foley was he was there with his daughter was, and his that son. Was, that was great. Um, um, he can still cut a promo with Santa. He still well, got that actually, down. That, actually, that was next. Uh, his kids were the were the yeah. elves. No, Noel and his, I, I, his I, daughter's Huey, the Huey, son. Huey. All right, I'll Huey. Just say that. <laughs> Huey, Huey, Dewey, Louie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. His son's whichever name, one whatever his son's name is. That that was not that the was one him. that writes for Raw or whatever. No. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where else to or go? Or as an Owens, intern or whatever. Owens. Owens fought Ziggler. Um. Sure. Routine match from their thing earlier on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you get what you expect from that. Uh, Cena's returning next week against Del Rio for the belt. We yeah, don't know first mention where they're of Cena going with in this. Months. Uh, maybe they're trying to make you know give Del Rio uh, a, a stable opponent. I hope so. What if Cena comes out with Zeb, and he's the new representative uh, of Mexico? Um, no, no, it's not, not, not even Mexican America. It's America, America. Uh, yeah, it's double America. America. Oh, that's the. <laughs> he has the song too. <laughs> yeah, mix. It's it's, it's, it's a mix with uh, John Cena's. Uh, do, 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 do. No, it's just John Cena rapping over Jack Swagger's music. That's oh, the, uh, actually, that that would be pretty yeah. funny. Um, Del Rio versus Swagger. We've seen it. Yep. You know how it goes. It, nothing really different. <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, nothing da- really different. <laughs> New Day's rating in the wing, wing, ring. Uh, the. Basically, Big E says he's going to reveal, he's going to spoil Star Wars because you, yep, spo- you, that was good. you, you spoiled our, our slimy. He actually almost does spoil it. Yeah, and Kofi stops him saying, "I never got to watch it because I want to watch it with my son." That was clo- that was like a kicking out at the three count yep. right there of spoiling Star that was, Wars. That was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Usos come in; they're having the three on two handicap match. Nothing really special. You get what you expect. Uh, <laughs> r- really, I hope that's again, actually in your notes for each match. Actually, like who cares? Routine, very routine yeah. is what I put for a lot of these. Yep. Uh, Xavier Woods goes for the roll-up, but actually gets reversed. Okay, you know what award shows, like the Academy Awards, where they're giving away all these awards and, like, showing clips from movies? But then they make a point to have orchestras or a artist that performed a song from a movie actually perform it live. That was this. It was, <laughs> this is the Slammies, and we're gonna just showcase some wrestling because it is Raw, uh, is, is exactly what this was. So, not a great Raw, not a terrible Raw, but nothing really went... In any direction, like I said, they have so much time before Rumble, man. They're gonna, I know. It's going to be a little more of this, I think. So, um, Quickly cut through the Brie Bella versus Becky Lynch match with Charlotte. Yep. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Same thing again. Uh, Becky ends up winning for, with a disarmor, but Charlotte's in the ring but holds up her belt, so it's all about her. Becky's it, it, getting we, a lot of wins. Uh, she has, and, <laughs> so, and, and, and we know where, she, where they're going with this, so yep. this, this is nothing new once again. A book Are they going to put the belt on Becky? I hope so. That might actually be... 
she, she never she never even got the NXT title. Then you just have so. Becky and Sasha, right? Just get Charlotte to be like a brooding, angry, <laughs> tall giantess. Is that... <laughs> that, that, that that would be cool. Um, and finish finish with the Sheamus Ambrose cage match. Yep. Uh, Ambrose busted his head open apparently, but he did yeah. six staples. Wow. I think it was six staples to close him up. Uh, highlights quickly were Ambrose tries to leave the ring. Rusev and Del Rio climb to the top to block him. He dives back into a diving elbow. That is the same problem that the Rumble matches have, where it's just like how how much can you dispend your like your disbelief in the fact that these guys could easily very quickly climb over this. Yeah, well, they got, me, they got dramatic, right? Yeah. Well, the whole idea is that they're beaten up so much that it makes it difficult to climb out. Yeah. But at a certain point, they actually have to put the work in and climb. And you're like, well, they're not obviously that beaten up if they're, you know, I'm on my best, I could not climb over <laughs> one of those things. Uh, so in, in, in reverse, Seamus tries to climb, <laughs> climb the top of the cage. But at this point, Reigns has come out, knocked out the two uh, cronies, and, yep. and tries to knock out Barrett. But Barrett just plays, you know, I'm here. I ducked the chair shot. Yeah. No, I'm here. I run. I run away now. Barrett looked injured. Like yeah, he, he did. He, the way he was carrying well, he has, himself. Well, he has yeah. nerve damage. Oh yeah. Spo- to just jump ahead for, yeah. for, for a quick, or a quick rundown of the news. He has nerve damage in his neck. Oh, he will. It I think like his it. neck. He will not be wrestling for he, a while. He was like stiff. Like he looked like yeah. even when he was lifting his arms, he was doing one of these. Like you know when you're wearing a suit. Yeah. And you can't really put your arms up because you'll pull everything apart. Well, it's a parka when you're a kid. You yeah. Can't put your arms over your head. Exactly. That's uh, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I got some. I'm afraid I have some bad news. Uh, they make their way to the outside of the cage while holding on Ambrose and Sheamus. That is, yeah. And they're holding on. This is the. I saw this. I this, saw the finish. This is the yeah. worst part. Was when Sheamus, like Sheamus, drop Ambrose, drop. Like when you guys just drop, you yeah, win. All, all you have to do is let go. And then they're, they're, <laughs> they're trading shots, and then and then, and then finally Sheamus headbutts Ambrose. Ambrose lets go, and he wins. It didn't then, make any. Sheamus lands. It gets speared, and that's well, how it ends. That was the spot that should be happening inside the ring on the yep. side of the cage yep. for it, for Ambrose to have like that flurry of punches and chops. And then not just jump down immediately after, or, or Seamus being so beat up that he wouldn't just fall and win. Just yeah, it didn't it didn't make any sense. And it that's didn't. what I'm talking about. Like two guys hanging onto the side of a fence, you win by letting go of the fence. Why aren't you letting go of the fence? It was you know what it was. There was another moment in a tag match earlier in the year. It was a ladder match, I believe. When instead it might have been Neville in a, in the in the Money in the Bank match, whomever it was. Everybody was outside the ring except one guy who could have easily, really Run quickly grabbed the cla- belt, cla- but yeah. instead went for the big spot and jumped and knocked everybody down and ended up losing the match. That that stuff always bugs me when someone is it's too obvious playing to win. It's too right? it's far yeah. it's far too obvious. Though highlight of Raw for me, Raw ends with Stephanie McMahon beating up I can't remember the name, commentator's name, sure. but he with slaps, we, with real K- slaps, KO <laughs> yeah. slaps, and he's standing there and you can see, kind of see him grimacing and wincing and he's just moving his arm and he just. He looked like he legitimately had been beaten up by a gang. Well, he probably alley. doesn't want to like be made fun of by the talent. So like Roman Reigns probably took a few slaps, and he was also probably just like, "Well, oh, just actually slap me. It's my job, yeah. right?" And he <laughs> just don't knock my teeth out. Yeah, he couldn't take couldn't take the bump, and he has a huge black eye. I saw it today. Why wrestling's so funny? Like, why have I seen that picture? Why have I seen that that he got beat up? Anyway, let's wrap <laughs> it up, man. Um, I guess we'll we'll finish finish with news or. Save it for later. Uh, ooh, that's good. You know what? It's really, it's really short. It's really short. Yeah, go ahead. Really short. Uh, basically, Sheamus was thought in our live show to be injured. He oh, actually yeah. wasn't. He does the X. The referee does the X. He yeah. was injured after the match. He was fine. He was just selling it to the crowd, which I thought was really cool at a live event for him to do that. Though, again... I didn't see it. I was, I was too... When you're that close, you don't 
notice the ref unless yeah. he's in your immediate peripheral. So you're, I, I didn't see that happen. But apparently people who were sitting higher up uh, Maybe, really distinctly hear, saw hearing it. Hearing that made me think that, oh, man, he really got hurt. Yeah. But feigning realism, wrestling, yep. that's that's your job. It, you know, at a certain point, though, like, uh, they've definitely done that before in, in different matches. And, be, and people kind of have mixed feelings about it because that's supposed to be the – is there a new sign that means he's actually injured? Yeah. And that's just like the, the, the fake – the fake oh, that's, he's that's, injured. That's, that's possible. Everyone knows. Let's change it. Like, uh, you know. Uh, Ambrose needed six staples after the cage match on Raw. We talked about that. Yep. Uh, Rock praised Kevin Owens on Twitter and says he's doing great things for the company. Oh, there you go. I thought that was that was great. I mean, Rock is kind of absent-minded, but he knows what had, he needs to do. Had nothing to say about his fam that's currently the WWE heavyweight champion? Not really. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Flair will be on Raw next week. Okay. I mean, we can't expect that, but they went out of their way to announce it, so I don't know what that means. He's running in on the John Cena match. That'd be Him great. and John Stewart. <laughs> Cena tells fans to bring their A-game next week when he returns to Raw. I don't know what that means. Bring I don't A-game. know what their A-game do is it. as a fan. If you're a Cena fan, you know. Uh, <laughs> bring, bring your, your T-towels. <laughs> yeah. And one of my most interesting parts about how Mick Foley became the Santa on Raw. Four easy steps. Yep. Mick Foley sends a text to the high-level WWE official. This reading, is this year or all this years? This is this year. Okay. This is how, this, is how yeah, this one happened on Raw. Would you guys like me to do a video of Santa Claus for Raw? Within minutes, a high-level official responds with, We would love to have you do a video of Santa. Could you be in the studio at 1 on Monday? Mick responds with, Sure. Can my kids be in it? WWE responds with, of course. That is how he got into Santa. He comes up with it. Three easy, well, three, following that, three easy steps. I feel bad for Bo Dallas, who was probably going to be the only Santa. I I would (laughs) have. Bo Dallas, that's just a, I don't know. I don't don't hate Bo Dallas. I hate the character he's portraying because it just isn't going anywhere. It's it's like our truth. It's just like, it is what it is. He is WWE superstars, that TV show. He is the fodder that you will find on that show. Yep. And it's sad that it's come to that for him. Well, someone's got to do it. Ultimately. Former NXT champ. Dude, dude, someone's got to clean the toilets. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, not everybody can be John Cena and Roman Reigns. There has to be, you That's know. true. Some, someone's got a job. Yep. Job squad. Circa 2015. <laughs> job squad action figures. They come in a set of five. R-Truth. Bo Dallas. <laughs> two more Curtis of, Axel. Curtis Axel yeah. and then two more of, yeah. of Bo Dallas. <laughs> The Miz, kind of, sometimes. <laughs> uh, big show, for sure. <laughs> Isn't that? Anyway, let's wrap it up. That's the first issue of Salt issue of Salt and Slap. <laughs> this is my first issue of Salt. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, you can reach us. Uh, I don't know, Andrew, you haven't set you up with an email or anything yet, but you can reach me anyways. Uh, Lee at TurnBaseAttack.com. On Twitter, at TurnBaseAttack. Uh, Salt and Slam, of course, will have its own Facebook page and uh, Twitter address as well that I'm sure Andrew's working on. And eventually we will, uh, will kind of... That, that thing will part ways and be on its own. But in the meantime, you can always find it on Turn-Based Attack so we can get some wrestling uh, talk out there and start doing this regularly. Hope you like it. You can always interface with us. We want to see your comments, questions, topics. Uh, it makes our job a lot easier if you just give us a talking point, obviously. It wasn't hard to do today. We had a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, but in the future, please do. So uh, thank you for listening. On behalf of myself, Lee, and Andrew, that is The Sultans. Slam and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam.